Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi, hi. <laughs> welcome. Uh, hi. Oh. I'm slightly croaky today, so oh. I hope I can make it through the podcast. Okay. Oh, you are croaky. I'm going to try to take it easy on you because, um, <laughs> not be so misbehaved because <laughs> you're really, really coming. I'm not sure you've got that in your power. <laughs> oh, you're so right. Actually, what am I saying? What? Not be misbehaved? <laughs> Sexy Anna? No. But may I say you look gorgeous in your beautiful pink fluffy sweater or it looks like, oh. um, it looks very cozy. It is. It's my cozy. I needed warmth and coziness today because I'm feeling slightly below par. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. So let's take it easy on Sarah today. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure the podcast will still give me a run for my money. <laughs> you've got it. You've got it. So when this comes out, I think it's going to be St. Patty's Day, actually. Ish. Oh, ish. Yes. Well, approaching. Yeah. We're a bit fluid nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so true. it's hilarious oh my gosh yes we shall wish all of our um irish listeners as we know we had some yes we do merry happy saint patty's day happy saint patty's day green beer guinness right right because we had this like huge bump in folks listening from ireland so like hello hello Yeah. yeah that's wonderful Okay. Oh my gracious. Um, there's this, did I tell you, there's this really beautiful tourism ad campaign that has been hitting up in Canada, which is this like, press the green button yes, you and you press that. the green yeah, button. Yeah. Did I tell yeah, you that? You oh, I got to just say that yeah. once again for my Irish listeners. You've got to an age Dementia. now where you're repeating yourself. I am totally. Yeah. One of my friends is like, Anna, you're a cougar. I'm like, and I also have dementia early onset. It's so great. <laughs> Did I wear this leopard print the last week? Oh, I can't remember. Is that a demented cougar? <laughs> a demented cougar. <laughs> exactly. So attractive. In a to oh, you've got it. You've got it. All right, love. What's up at the uh, relationship desk of love? Okay, well, slightly, slightly tenuous desk of love today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I was thinking about, right, what have I been seeing in the news recently? Mm-hmm. And we've just had International Women's Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's been a lot about um, International Women's Day, lots of posts, lots of mm. celebration for women and um, their successes and yeah. support for women. So it kind of got me thinking really about, um, you know, we have these kind of special days that they're there to kind of help us kind of jog thoughts to um, to kind of bring things to the forefront and raise things in our consciousness. But it did kind of get me thinking about kind of, you know, how does this translate into relationships and the way that we are? So I was thinking about kind of for all the um, the listeners who identify as male and have um you know female relationships in their life Mm. now this might not just be your partner this could be your sister your mother your auntie your Mm. um co-workers it could be kind of anybody it might be somebody that you regularly bump into at the bus stop or you Mm -hmm. see on on the bus on a regular basis so I was thinking about kind of how can we as a nation really start to um to be able to celebrate these things on a regular basis Mm. And how do we get more of this, um, I guess, you know, compassion and kindness and cheerleading and Mm. support just Mm. into our everyday psyche for the things that we do? 
rather than it just being on a specific day. Ah. Then my thought process went. So during a coaching call today, I won't obviously divulge any um, personal information. But a common thing came up around this inability to be able to accept our own um, recognition for our own achievements in life. Mm-hmm. So this kind of comes up. So it also got me thinking to the fact that actually, as well as other people celebrating us and we, you know, us celebrating and championing other people, whether that's kind of as a as a woman, you know, other women in our lives or whether it's as, you know, somebody who identifies as male, then, you know, them celebrating kind of people in their lives. How do we also become our own champions and cheerleaders? Mm. You know, how do we move beyond this need for other people to recognize the good in us and actually bring it back to recognizing the good in ourselves? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this is my message. I feel like I'm giving a sermon this week. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. Just, you know, get your thinking caps on. Yeah. Something to ponder on. Oh, Yes. If you find this a challenge, yeah. which a lot of people do, this comes up in coaching sessions that I have regularly. So it was today just kind of jogged, jogged that reminder and wow. helped me make that connection between some of the other things that I've been seeing and thinking about this week. Oh, beautiful. What is one tangible thing that folks can do to put themselves in that mindset? So one of the things that I talked about today um, is around habit stacking. And I think we've we've mm. talked about this before on the podcast. So how do you weave a habit into another habit that helps you to create this kind of super habit? So the, there are things we are designed naturally to do things habitually. Mm-hmm. I mean, heaven help us, we've all been in a car and thought, God, I can't remember that last bit of the journey. Oh, oh. And we were the driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're designed to do things in a kind of almost a semi-conscious state mm. so that we can do things quickly. We can learn things. We can... Um, do you know we can keep ourselves safe so we can make a cup of tea without kind of scalding ourselves because we actually know that there's hot water comes out of there and steam and we should probably stay away from that mm-hmm. but how do we build some of those connections so when we're making tea when we're um, brushing teeth in the morning when we're mm-hmm. making lunch when we're making breakfast when we're preparing an evening meal when we're on a commute how do we then build in some of this reflection time to really create some space to be able to just ponder and ask that question, like who are the people in my life that I celebrate and what do I celebrate about myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more you have that kind of thought process, the more it will just become second nature that you kind of reflect and ponder and think about these things. Mm. And, and for that, we have to be present, which means we can't be scrolling. Like full stop, yeah. like you got to get yeah. off your phone because um, yeah. for reasons untold, I have been on my phone a lot recently yeah. um, and I feel like I've had my head buried on onto the screen and I come out and I feel like I'm drunk because it's so disorienting to, to yeah. have your eyes on the screen and to realize you've been checked out of real life. Um, it's really an unpleasant feeling. So yeah, we got to get off our screens yeah. um, and, and possibly even like if I was on public transit and I had this thought like, or no, I was just walking around on the street and I didn't have music in my ears and I was just kind of mm. thinking and so forth. And I thought, man, you know, crossing 44, I really feel like I have more command over my career and the skills within than mm. I ever imagined possible looking at myself at 20 being like, man, you're kind of a fuck up, right? Or like, you're just, you're immature, you don't know what you're doing. And so that would never have occurred to me, like that point of pride, if I had had music in my ears and sort of scrolling mm. TikTok. But there's this natural thing that bubbled up on a walk, which was like, man, Anna, like, if you'd looked at yourself 
at 44 as a 20 year old, mm. you'd be like, damn, you're pretty baller. Cause I'd had, you know, yeah. a number of like really cool, um, you know, sessions that day or whatnot. And, and anyway, so, and as I'm saying that, you know what, we're, we're taught to be humble and humility mm. and don't too, I have a number of my clients yeah, who are like, oh, wait, it's ridiculous. And my clients will be like, well, I don't want to brag, but I'm like, uh, brag, please. That's exactly <laughs> It's the same in relationship. I want to hear how amazing you are. I, I, I want to hear, and without any reservations, I don't want any yeah. disclaimers. And the yeah. same should be in relationship. Like we should be yeah. able to be prideful of ourselves in our relationship with our partner saying nothing but good on you, way to go. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bring more pride and celebration into oh your life. Oh my gosh, right? And into your relationship. If we're not our own best friend, who's going to be stepping up for exactly. that role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting my CV in right now. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> Going to apply for that job. Yep, personal <laughs> self-fluffer. I mean, <laughs> or... <laughs> does that not mean something else? And you should bring it in that. does. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, it's kind of appropriate, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I fluff my own confidence levels. <laughs> wow, I knew you couldn't behave. I know. <laughs> But I couldn't think of any other better word. <laughs> it works perfectly. Oh, <sighs> Good times. Okay, I'll behave from now on, Sarah. It's going to be very yeah, bland right. for now. <laughs> I believe that when I hear oh it. Oh, my God. Well, maybe when we're crossing 90, we'll be like, oh, Anna, you're finally toning down. We'll be like Never, 50 years in the podcast. I reckon you'll get worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move us along to a hot topic. Let's do it. <laughs> Today's hot topic. Common relationship fears. Your partner straying. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, that's the worst. Room for me. It's kind of the worst. It's the scariest. Mm-hmm. It's a, Well... It's an interesting thought, right? So I wonder about this topic, whether the fear is connected with what you believe the your partner's actions to mean about you and, you know, potentially your relationship, but I think more so about you, as opposed to the fear being, you know, kind of then the future and kind of what that holds. Oh, I think entirely because really like, you know, if or the fear of our partner straying, like if we take that down the road of what might actually happen is the partner strays mm. and then they're going to hook up with their fling and then that's going to become a serious thing and then they're going to divorce me and then I'll be alone. Like that, that mm. is, that would be the logical, but actually my fears don't go there. When I'm, when I'm fearful and anxious about my partner straying, it's, I'm not, I'm not worried that they'll divorce me. So what is the fear then? Mm. The fear is actually not rooted in like the worst case scenario. It, it gets something very, very far deeper, which is like eject- you know, rejection and, and abandonment. Yeah. That's where that, that's yeah. where that goes, yeah. which is arguably more painful than dealing with a set of life events that happens because of an affair. Mm. What do you think? Like, what comes up for you? I think we really struggle to deal with difficult things because there's this emotional pull that brings us back to a kind of, you know, often it kind of uproots lots of. Um, things that we've either put into boxes or things that we thought we dealt with um, from the past in terms of situations that we've been in or messages that have been reinforced or beliefs that we have you know often we can kind of come to terms with things like that and 
you know, whether that's because we've done the work or whether that's because we've padlocked them away or something in between. So we can get to a place where we've got this kind of common kind of even keel and things kind of feel okay. And then this is something that comes and kind of really disrupts disrupts things and, you know, upturns your life. Hmm. And it, it then it's almost like the kind of, you know, the floodgates open. It's almost like anything is fair game then when it comes to emotions and feelings and you know, very often they're not rational, they're kind of irrational. Mm. But at the time, it doesn't feel like that. It feels very real and very raw. Mm. So I think there's this whole kind of like emotional connection. And it's really, really hard to kind of separate then what might be the kind of future options Mm. or the chances that this creates or actually kind of, you know, is this an opportunity to really kind of dig deep into your own self-worth? Mm-hmm. and I think my thoughts around this are we could only be that way if we've almost prepared for it mm. so say more about that so like you'd never sit there would you and I'm I'm kind of speaking as thoughts are coming to my mind this isn't something that I've spoken you know thought about or had conversations about which is testament to really kind of what I'm saying so if we kind of sat there and thought well as we do with lots of things, we can kind of try and preempt and prepare for. Um, so if you think about when you're going on holiday, you take out travel insurance, you, um, you know, you route map where you're going, you find out where the train station is, you double check what time your flight is, because you don't want anything to go wrong. You want it to be the best possible experience that it can be. You know, you maybe look at kind of places you want to visit, places you want to eat, What's, what the nightlife is like and um, you know other places in the area you can visit. you want to really kind of maximize mm. that opportunity that you've got when you're there so you do everything you can within your power to make that happen we never really sit there and go well <laughs> if my partner decides one day he or she is going to stray like how would I deal with it mm-hmm. what would be my thoughts what would I interpret that as but actually what would it mean so while we're in this kind of safe space of everything kind of feels okay we never really kind of future-proof ourselves to think well do you know what if they stray because an alternative view is if my partner has strayed we there's clearly something not right in that relationship and I've now got two choices I either kind of we either work on that you know what were the reasons why did you do it and kind of free from any sort of emotional um draw which is pretty bloody difficult to do or we say do you know what this helps me to identify that you are not the right long-term partner for me because if you're going to let me down on that if I can't trust you in this area what other you know uh, you know what other parts of life can I not trust you Mm. in if you've shown your true character to be this Mm. and I actually can now see that this is the case what else does that kind of show to me that maybe I haven't seen before and that gives me kind of a chance to see the the full reality of who you are and you know whether that's right for me in our relationship or whether actually is this a chance to kind of to get out move on and find the right person that would treat me with the respect that I want if I see this as a kind of lack of respect Mm. Mm. oh my gosh and then maybe further to that so lack of respect like what other feelings would come up around this string I mean I'm gonna throw in their profound hurt (laughs) yeah But it's kind of almost preparing for some of the things, you know, the way that we get stronger at dealing with adversity is either because we've experienced it and we can see that we've come through the other side Mm. 
or we've done preparation. So we're doing the work. We are constantly in a kind of state of preparing for the future for life events. We're contemplating them, not in a kind of morbid or a depressing way, but in a um almost kind of like a you know a self-protection or a um a way that helps to kind of build those strengths and build those those muscles from within. Yeah, no, I mean it's true. And I work with a lot of clients around um hard situations where it's almost like we kind of get into the flight simulators so that we can actually run scenarios on dry mm. land so that we're ready for the rocket, um, which sometimes works for some and does not work for others. But but yeah, so simulating, <laughs> but it, you're right, it is highly unusual to put yourself through the emotional grief of simulating yeah. a very hurtful event. We Most of yeah. us don't want to think about it. Yeah, and you're unlikely to be able to trigger some of those emotions that would come out yeah. in an instant because we don't know, nobody knows how we'll react to things. But, if, you know, if we at least consider it or give it some thought. But I think the other thing is then about that, if it triggers a thought of lack of self-worth or um, kind of believing that there's nobody else out there for you or um, kind of, you know, thinking, well, they, you know, it took long enough to get this relationship, like I'd never get another one. If we've got some of those limiting self-beliefs and that lack of self-worth, actually that gives you something to work on. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Which if you're going to do anything to prepare, then, you know, start to, to bolster yourself. goes back to the relationship news around, oh yeah, you know, celebrating yourself, looking at your own successes, really kind of focusing on your achievements in life and how bloody great you are. Yeah, no, and I, I listen, like, I know this feeling so well is that the terrifying thing about um, your partner straying on you is that like, well, if my partner rejects me, then I'm nothing. I have nothing yeah. without my partner. I'm, I'm nobody. Yeah. I don't, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. But that, that means you're giving all of your power away yeah. to somebody else. Like why the hell would you do that? Well, and it also like, chances are you maybe have, you stopped taking dance lessons. Yeah. You maybe took a downshift in your career. You've stopped doing the things that you love to do. Um, maybe because, you know, you put all your eggs in one basket. We all do that. It's okay. Ooh put all your eggs in the relationship basket but you know maybe simulating this in your mind may make you realize like wait a minute what do I have in terms of the other things in my life the I circle of the three Venn diagrams the I the us yeah. and the and the you um mm. how am I growing because if that's a deflating balloon not only will I be completely decimated if and when I find out my partner's straight but I'm going to say there's a even a chance that my deflating eye balloon is going to set up a dynamic where my partner yeah. is more likely to stray because of the problems inherent with me being too freaking codependent on the relationship. How do you know I've been here before? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Codependency. I'm such a codependent by like, I slip into the, I slip and slide in there and I have to keep pulling myself out and yeah. Anchor yourself on the eye, Anna. Keep building up that eye circle and make it robust yeah. and strong. That's yeah. the key, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. None of us have any control over the future, really. You know, it's like a blink of an eye. And we don't know what's going to be, what is, is what will be. I think there's also a kind of sense of perspective, a sense of kind of not getting caught in this kind of worry hmm. cycle that just kind of plays on your mind. Like, so look for strategies to really cope with that anxiety. And again, it's about, I think, you know, it comes back to that being present, like mm. actually look at what you've got, you know, appreciate what you've got um, and really kind of celebrate that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I love it. That's like staring down the 
barrel of something very scary, but realizing that mm-hmm. if you actually go into it as opposed to avoiding it, and you come out the other side and you're like, well, yeah. if my partner strays, my partner strays, but I'm going to be yeah. fine. And I can yeah. put steps in today, right? Be in choice and, and be yeah. in control of the things that will make me just yeah. a little bit more fine than if I didn't. Yeah. We'll all yeah. will be racked with emotional, like, you yeah. know, fuck nuttery, but it'll just be that yeah. a little bit easier. Make, make sure you keep your kind of network mm-hmm. don't lose that when you get into a relationship that's often kind of a thing that we see disappearing I see it less with younger people than older people I don't know um oh, yeah you kind of you know people can kind of cut their cut their relationships off the sever kind of ties they don't really invest in those other relationships like you know if if something does happen further down the line and it might not just be strain it could be anything you know oh. then where, you know where's that network mm-hmm. keep it strong yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> yes in progress mm-hmm. uh, indeed as we all are mm. works in progress <laughs> all right all right shall we do a question yeah let's do it Get your ears ready for this question. <laughs> okay. I've been chatting with a guy. I asked what qualities he looked for in a girl. He said communication. And then he said, someone who looks pretty and takes care of themselves. We talked about meeting in person and I asked would what he would say if I was bald. My hair stopped growing and I'm not sure why. He said that you'd have to think about it again. I admire his honesty, but damn, it hurts. I feel like he's tossed me into the trash. Mm. I feel so unwanted and worthless. I can't stop crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of akin to what we've just been talking about, right? Like, yeah. So it's that kind of rejection. It's that point where somebody says, actually, you're not, you're no longer my cup of tea. Or, mm. you know, I thought you were Earl Grey and now I've realized that you're just a bog star and a breakfast and... I want something a bit, you know, more refined in my life. Mm. It's that point where somebody says, kind of, I thought it was a yes, but actually it's really a no. Mm. Oh, man. And and let's just remind ourselves, it's actually a gift to be able to even hear that because a lot of us just get ghosted, right? Um, yeah. Ghosting is saying the same thing, except not having the guts to say it to somebody's face. Yeah. And then the person who is ghosted is sort of left to pick up the pieces and kind of cobble together some explanation and run with it. Um, and it can, so even just hearing, I'm sorry, but you're not my cup of tea. At least we hear it from the horse's mouth. So I, so I'm grateful when I hear that, but man, does that hurt? Um, you know, and then it gets to like this bigger thing of like, well, but shouldn't we all be looking at what's deep inside and not on the surface? And the, the reality is that is like physical attributes will be deal breakers for us. Like, I, I wish that weren't the case. I wish I could wave a, a magic wand. But like, and that's the the horrible truth. So how do you hold frame as this person writing in mm. who says, you know, I have a condition that has made me lose my hair. So how do I navigate in the dating world? Um, so I think there's a couple of things that stand out for me in that question. So one is, you know, she said, I don't know why it stopped. So she hasn't investigated this from a kind of health point of view. So I think, you know, there's there's something there because there can be many things that can affect it, can't there? So stress, changes in environment, um, if you've 
had something that happened. I think there's a delay, isn't there? Something like six months or something before a delay happens in the growth of your hair between something that might have happened with your health or mm-hmm. traumatic experiences. So all of these things can play a part. So one, I would say for yourself, go and just investigate that, regardless of whatever happens in the future with dating or relationships or whatever. So that's one thing. The second thing I would say kind of linked to what you were saying is around actually, yeah, this person has said like, this is this is what I want. Now, the positive way to look at that is, okay, you've you said to me, actually, I'm not your cup of tea. That's brilliant because now I no longer need to waste my time on you mm. because it's never going to go anywhere. I don't have to enter into that kind of uncertain, is it going to work, is it not going to work? That kind of, you know, mm-hmm. maybe going through the motions for a few dates until then they kind of call it off. They've kind of like said, actually, like, what's the point of meeting up? Um, mm-hmm. We're probably not going to be a fit. Like, that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we see it as in a, you know, a, we kind of spin that, um, we spin that pebble, don't we? So instead of seeing that as a an opportunity to kind of then say, right, okay, I can I can move on from this. Um, we're not a match. We're not aligned. Um, thanks very much. See you later. And I haven't wasted any more time. I haven't invested in it. Mm-hmm. But instead, there's this kind of flip of the queen where it's totally internalized. It's like, and it's the kind of the catastrophization of going to the nth degree, probably, I would imagine. Because, you know, this never ending cry and this kind of real mm. deep hurt and sadness mm. means that I'm associating quite a lot with this. Yeah. And I've pinned quite a lot on it, on a, on a few conversations online. Oh, gosh. Yes. Well, okay. So imagine that some this person... Uh, who says, no, nah, it's not a fit. It's because they play Dungeons and Dragons and it's really, really important that their partner play Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons with them. And this girl's like, mm, I don't play. And he's like, I think this is the end of the road for us. And what would she be like? She'd be like, well, that's really <laughs> ridiculous. Because it's not as emotionally charged because Dungeons and yeah. Dragons, like if she really wanted to, she could learn the game if she was really into him. But she's like, yeah, no, I'm going to choose not to take that path. So mm-hmm. you do you. Yeah. sounds ridiculous but she's not gonna be crying for days on that she's gonna be like well that was stupid um but it's like the same thing it's like a quality that somebody says that's not gonna work but when it comes to our appearance it is so internalized yeah. there's so much shame you're right yeah because we've we've got a view though about what what's expected about what people find attractive about you know we've kind of we create this profile almost of what we believe is attractive to the opposite sex mm-hmm. and we know for a fact that you know, next time you walk around the supermarket, because this used to be my thing when I was single. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Is to look at people together, right? And yeah. go, either sometimes, yeah, I can see it, I can totally see why you're together. Um, and in other ways, kind of totally can't see why you're together. Um, I watched this really funny sketch this morning um, as I was mindlessly scrolling, <laughs> um, thinking I should probably get up, but I really don't mm. want to get and it was about how she said, she said about when you look at couples and um, and you clearly see kind of like you, you can't see why they're together. Mm-hmm. And she described them as being a chocolate raisin. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I can't visualize. Say more. Hold on. So like a chocolate you know covered a chocolate raisin? raisin is. Yeah. 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 So like a sweet where it's yeah. well, semi-sweet like. So it's a dried raisin inside yeah. and a, um, covered in chocolate. Yeah. And the, type of sweet right so she described the couples as chocolate raisins so she said oh. one of them is the shriveled up dry <gasps> bit of fruit that nobody's oh interested in God. 
And the other one is the lovely, sweet, velvety chocolate that everybody's interested in. Yeah. I'm not being funny reason, but I really think that you need to be with oatmeal. (gasps) Much more bland and more in your category. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So it did make me laugh, right? So, and, and... and that's not to say that relationships are all about it's not just about looks right this could be about kind of you know um kind of a bit showing a bit of oomph or Mm. um having a bit of kind of life and vitality you know we can get different mismatches in kind of lots of different areas but what I'm saying to you in this with my kind of slight comedic effect Mm. is there is a match you know and there are all kinds of strange wonderful matches that work Mm. out there in the world Mm -hmm. and none of us are to kind of really question that Mm-hmm. and um and also not to kind of draw a conclusion that there's only one type of person for one type of person mm. out there and if you don't fit that profile you ain't going anywhere because mm. that's just so not true it is true take a wander yeah. around your local park your supermarket wherever people hang out yeah. and just notice some of the differences yeah oh that's so true i, I mean i really do believe this is like um, one of the things that holds us back from anything, whether there we're dating and we've just faced rejection or whether we're in a relationship that is ending, we think, oh my God, I'll never be with anybody. There's nobody out there for me. Um, all of us are playing in such a small, tiny pond yeah. that, you know, and I have to remind myself all the time, just keep getting out there. Just keep getting out there. Like you haven't met and shaken the hand of every 8 billion plus people out there in the world. So till you do that, you don't lose hope and you just keep yeah. getting yourself out there. Although some of those 8 billion are probably a bit young for dating yet. Aren't I? I mean, it's good. <laughs> or a little old. <laughs> or is there such a thing? I don't know if I if I was uh, dating like an 108-year-old Sardinian in the in the blue zone part of Sardinia. I think that would actually be pretty cool. Because those guys are like still driving, like playing cards. Yeah. Hauling wood. Yeah. 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 There is someone out there for everybody. There is. There is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. So yeah, wow. I you know take some time heal really think about the words that you've used in this question because you know and and reverse it think actually how is that not true how am I not trash how am I how am I worthy Mm. and think of um evidence to support that as opposed to focusing on some of those more negative descriptions of yourself Mm -hmm. yeah you've got it we are all beautiful in some shape or form and we all have something to offer and give and it gets to your point, and we first have to recognize it ourselves. And just by flying yeah. that flag proudly and confidently, we sell others to the idea. I mean, yeah. it's all marketing and branding, right? Everything is. But Can, we know that like energy attracts like energy. Totally. So the more we put yeah. out into the world that kind of this is who we are, this is how great we are, then the more we'll attract that. Yeah, because people will be sold. Like, this person is great. Yeah. 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 Oh, that is actually true. Because... She may not be rejected because she's lost her hair. She may be rejected because of the lack of confidence and the mm. insecure energy that she's giving off because of that. So yeah. it's very likely and entirely a projection. Yeah. 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 You've got it. There's oh. quite a theme today, actually. Damn. I think of self-celebration and, um, yeah, recognizing your own worthiness. Yeah. It comes strongly through today's podcast. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Which is like you are your own cheerleader and coach in your own corner, right? Like absolutely, you can enjoy other, you know, invite other people, but you are always going to be in your own corner. And so yeah. darn well, pick up your socks and be a good coach, man. Learn some cheerleading drills, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah yeah. 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 Learn some cheers. 
Absolutely. Well, I hope that there is some sleep and rest in your near future because you're going to need it. I feel like I'm going straight to bed. (laughs) At this point, I think I'm going to as well, man. I'm not passing go. I tell you, I'm absolutely bushed. (laughs) Yep. Yep. No, that's... I am totally listening to my body right now and Mm -hmm. I am going to seek a blanket quite quickly. You've got it. I like it. I think I'm going to join you, actually. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Only within the same location. We could just snuggle up on the couch. Oh, look at that. Eat popcorn and watch a nice rom-com. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Don't ask me twice. (laughs) You've got it. Oh, well, I hope you get some rest. And thank you for showing up so energetically to our podcast, despite nearly wanting to (laughs) fall asleep. (laughs) In it to win it. Absolutely. Yes, always there. Always there. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.